Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. So my name's Kaylin and today we'll be speaking with Tim Daly from This Is My Brave Australia. Tim is passionate about breaking stigma that people associate with mental illness and he's here today to talk about everything that's happening with This Is My Brave Australia. So before we get started, I'd like to begin by acknowledging and paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the land to which I am coming to you from today and land where we tell our stories here at Brainwaves and land where stories have been told by the traditional owners for many, many years before us. We would also like to pay our respects to Elders past and present and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who may be listening in today. So welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you, Kayla, and thanks for the the invitation to talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you today. Now, this is your second time on Brainwaves, and a lot really has changed since you were here last. So for everyone who might not be familiar with your first interview, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, well, my name's Tim Daly. I live in Canberra, and I'm the founder of This Is My Brave Australia. We're a mental health charity whose main aim is that uh, to break down the stigma that surrounds um, mental illness. Yeah, and you guys are doing a lot um, in that field. So I'm really excited to talk about everything that you're doing today, which is fantastic. So um, how did you become involved in This Is My Brave Australia? And can you tell us a bit more about it? Um, Well, I've got my own lived experience. Um, I actually lost a job because of my own mental health issues. And when I look back on that, I thought if I hadn't been, had a physical ailment, they probably would have supported me and, and kept me in that job. But because I had a mental health issue, they actively tried to get me out of my position and, um, and it worked. And then after um, a little while and after I'd recovered from what had been happening to me at that time, I thought, hang on, that's that's not right. Mm. It's just not right. Why am I losing my job just because I've got a mental health issue? Um, And I looked into ways that we could work around talking about stigma, talking about mental health freely to educate people more because I, I... the understanding is stigma is a lot about people not understanding what mental health is about. And so I wanted to educate people. And my background is in events. So I wanted to see how how I could marry events and stigma reduction um, for mental health into the same thing. And I actually Googled to see if anybody else was working in that area and found an organisation in the US called This Is My Brave. And I contacted them and we spoke about what they did in that space. And what they were doing was live storytelling events 
to break down stigma and getting people from the local community to share their stories with the community, to let them know um, people with the mental health issues are just the same as everybody else. They have families, they have brothers, they have sisters, they have jobs, they go to school. So rather than identify someone by their diagnosis, we try to get people to identify a person as an individual and as a peer, not their diagnosis, and try and get that message out there as much as possible. Mm, that sounds really empowering for people who've had those experiences, definitely. And, you know, your, your own personal experience, thank you for sharing that. I can only imagine how frustrating that must have been. And sadly, it's actually not too uncommon. I've heard it quite that same story quite a few times with employment. So it's good to get that out there. And hopefully with reducing the stigma, we can stop that from happening for other people. Now, I had a look on your website, um, which I will link in the show notes today, but I did notice there was an upcoming event in Melbourne. Um, so the Timber, so the, uh, this is my Brave Australia storytelling event. Can you tell us about what that is? So it's part of the uh, Mental Health Services Conference, which was to be held live in uh, Melbourne between the 12th and the 15th of October. But unfortunately, and we were going to do a live storytelling event as part of that conference. Um, unfortunately, the conference is not going live. It's now going virtual. So we are now recording those stories from our storytellers who we have picked from the community in Melbourne, the local people. Wow. Um, and we'll be recording those stories and they'll be replayed at various intervals during the conference. So um, that's pretty exciting about yeah. doing it that way. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really, I think that, you know, all the things with lockdowns and COVID, I think it might be changing things and opening up things so that we've got more accessibility to, you know, events like this, which will be really good. Um, so how do people get involved um, and say if someone is interested in participating next year? Um, well, basically, we do it by our promotion. So if someone sees one of our shows happening, what they usually do is contact me and say, I'd be really interested in doing one in this area or that area. We've done them in Perth. We've done them through regional New South Wales. We've obviously done them in Canberra because that's where I'm based. Um, this will be our first Melbourne one. So we can do them anywhere. So wow. we're really open to people saying we want to do one about your storytelling events in our area how do we go about it and we can guide them how to do that oh, so basically if i leave some information there in the show notes people can get in touch with you all around australia to to start their own event yeah definitely oh, yeah. fantastic that's great and how long has the event been going for um, funnily enough, I was talking about this this morning. We started in 2016 and our first actual event was in June 2017. So about four or five years now. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Excellent. And just, you know, we're talking about sharing stories here. What do you think the importance of people sharing stories in this kind of space is? Well, I suppose there's two sides of that. Is There's the, the storyteller themselves because it's really important to give them a voice and and understand that they're being heard because obviously going through people's mental health journeys is that um, they often feel like they're not being heard. They'll go to a GP and they'll have a 15-minute consultation and then out the door. They'll go to a psychologist who will meet for an hour, but they never feel like they're properly being heard by the community themselves and, under, mm -hmm. and understanding. So we give them an opportunity in this format to tell their story and we don't edit their stories 
we let them tell what they want to tell because that's really important is the power and the ownership of their own story, especially in their recovery. And then the other side of it is the audience about hearing the stories and hearing true life, authentic stories of people living through mental health issues. And what we want to do is get across to the audience what these people are using to manage their mental health. Mm. So the various people use may use art to and music and song and mindfulness and yoga. And there's many things that people do out there to manage their mental health on a day-to-day basis. And what we can do is then through these stories, tell other people what works. Yeah. What they can do as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's powerful. And I imagine there'd be people in the audience too who might relate on a different level. Maybe they're carers or family or, you know, or, you know, colleagues working in, in, in that environment too. So it's sort of like understanding things on so many different levels, um, which is the power of, you know, breaking down stigma and, and getting the community involved. Yeah. So that's why we have um, 10 to 12 storytellers because we want to have. Um, a varied, varied stories that people in the audience can relate to. So um, we try and make that a, a point of going, okay, we don't want um, all the one story. We want someone who has been through this or someone who's been through that. And like you said, so um, more audience members can relate to what's going up on, on the stage. And, and hopefully, and this is the, the grand plan, people put their hand up and say, oh, that's me. I, I relate to that. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't feel so stigmatised about having a mental health issue and maybe I should put my hand up or I can try some of the things that these people are uh, using to manage their mental health as well. I think I hear as many stories after the show as I do during <laughs> the show. People suddenly feel safe to open yeah. up and tell their stories. And, oh, that's me. That sounded like me, and I'd love to talk to you about this. So, yeah, so the the show itself is wonderful, but the post-show is just as good about mm. people feeling feeling like they can share as well. Oh, that's beautiful. And I think you've, you've, you've used a very important word there, which is safe, and I think that that's something that often a lot of people don't feel when they're sharing stories, so it's good to have that space. And as you said, for people to reflect in the audience. So it sounds beautiful. So um, do you have any memorable stories that you'd, you know, maybe could share with us today? Oh, lots of memorable stories. I remember <laughs> we did we did a show up in uh, the central coast of New South Wales and we brought together our cast. And one of the cast members was an older lady who unfortunately had been through cancer. And But she'd, she'd been living with cancer for 20 years. She had a rather large operation 20 years ago. But um, and then had been managing her her cancer from then. Then we had another storyteller come along, and they did not know each other, and they found out that this other storyteller's father was the doctor who operated on the other storyteller oh for her cancer. And suddenly there was this direct bond between the two of them of going, oh, "Your father saved my life," and oh, it was a beautiful story. And um, yeah, we get an amazing type of um, connections like that uh, that happen. And look, uh, and you get the various stories of people coming out and saying, this is the very first time that I've ever shared my story wow. with anybody. And I've also realised that I need to deal with the demons that I've got that they call 
and I need to put my hand up and go and get help. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. So um, we get those various stories too. So all the shows are about connection. They're about connection. community. Yep. They are. They're about connecting people who feel isolated and they connect back to their community. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than um, getting people up on stage telling their stories and then getting a round of applause for it because they've never got that in their oh, life. Oh, wow. I can feel that just now. Yeah, that yeah, would be and amazing. Suddenly, suddenly they feel accepted. They've got, I've, I've mm. told my story. No one's um, acted negatively to it. Mm. They've all been really positive to it. So I feel that's a bit of a – sometimes it can be a bit of a catalyst for them to take the next step as well. So Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. No, I can imagine that would be quite big for anyone on stage. Um, mm. Is there a way for any for any of our Brainwaves listeners right now to listen to maybe some of the past year's events know, online or? Yeah, no, we've got a YouTube channel where we put all our our okay, stories up great. on. Great. Well, so, I'll, I'll make sure I um, link that in. Do you want to tell people yeah. what the YouTube channel is? Uh, this is my brave Australia. So. Beautiful. That's pretty easy, isn't it? <laughs> we want to make it easy for. No, that's fantastic. And I know you've got another event coming up in October this year, um, which is the Creative Minds uh, Gungalan Mental Health Film and Arts Festival. Can you tell us about this event and how it got started? Yeah, it's pretty pretty exciting, actually, because we've been running a film fest, a mental health film festival for the last four years. And um, I wanted to expand that out to include more because we're about using the arts to to break down and have conversations about mental health. Mm. I wanted to expand it to include more of things in the art side of, of, of life that people could get involved with. So we decided in my area in Canberra, which is called Gungalan, we'd do a, a film and arts festival. So we've just finished selecting all our films for the film festival which will be on october 10th which is world mental health day again people can go to our website to find out about those um we are just changing over because the lockdown in in canberra has just extended into the middle of october so any of our live events obviously need to go virtual so we'll be switching over to doing our live music on a Friday night virtually, so oh, which wow. will be which will be called the um the house band session. So we'll get oh, people fantastic. playing playing in their lounge rooms. <laughs> oh, that's great! I will admit, during COVID, I have watched a few um, streaming sessions from you know bands and people playing music. So that is fantastic. It's a great way to enjoy uh, that kind of entertainment from your lounge room, which is also good. Um, so whereabouts do the films come from? Um. The films are submitted from all over the world. So this year we had um, nearly 90 films um, submitted, including films from Brazil, um, Netherlands, uh, Indonesia, the UK, uh, the US, Canada, and funnily enough, which is not funnily enough because um, Russia has a, a um, varied and big history of filmmaking. Wow. We, we get lots of films from Russia yeah. about how their mental health system works over there, which is totally different to other places. Mm. So it's a really good insight into how they work. So, yeah. So, yeah, some, so from all over. Wow. And, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about COVID. How has that really impacted um, your events this year? Oh, totally. So everything was going to be live. So yeah. we've had to then put everything online. Luckily with the film festival, we've, if we put it on last year, 
online so we understand how that's going to work. <laughs> so you know how that's going to work. <laughs> Trying to organise that at the moment. So, um, And we have another event called a hypothetical. We're doing a hypothetical with a panel of people from uh, mental health organisations and workplaces throughout Canberra. And the hypothetical will be... Um, regarding mental health in the workplace. So oh, that that's sounds another great. One. Yeah, that's reaching mm. a whole other area and it definitely needs help there too. So yeah. we've, we've talked a little bit about this, but, you know, we often talk about how creativity can help when it comes to recovery and managing mental illness. How do you think it can help the audience, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, people may be inspired to, this might help me, I might go and do that thing, I might pick up, you know, this hobby or look at that or I might even start talking. What are some other ways you think that it can help? Well, people, not as much as we do storytelling, not everybody's um, ready and willing to get up on stage and tell mm. their story, and we understand that. So what other creative ways we can get them to be able to get their story out? And um, music is one of them. A lot of people write some fantastic songs for our events. Uh, painting or just art overall of expressing themselves through art is very powerful, mm. Um and we find that people get a lot out of that. So art therapy um, on an informal level is mm. just very helpful. And we know a lot of people have um, destructive dialogues with themselves. And what art helps to do is to just stop that dialogue and get them uh, focusing on something else for a while. And art is very immersive. So they can spend hours being immersed I in doing that. their art. Yeah. And then go, oh, I haven't thought about anything else for, for hours now. That's a big relief. And they find that they're, they're more calm and relaxed from mm -hmm. doing the art. Uh, it's, it's a level of mindfulness like other things you can do. So, But yeah. uh, especially using your hands is a really good way of doing it. So. Yeah. And, and also now, especially, you know, I think with COVID and a lot of people working from home and potentially not getting the socialisation or the support that they would normally be able to access, you know, having something else in their toolbox there that can help them with their well-being is always going to be an absolute plus. So I think that's fantastic. I um just a little anecdote. I went out because I needed to buy some art supplies. Do you think I could find glue sticks? <laughs> they have sold out. So obviously people are doing all sorts of art things with glue sticks because I couldn't find any. So it's great to know that people are out there oh, sticking wow, things together. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. That is brilliant. I, I, I wonder what what's happening out there with all that glue. That is amazing. Is, yeah. there, is there anything else that uh, Timber is involved in that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, we also look at the mental health and well-being of people overall and how we can help improve it. And what we do is we get involved in community um, activities that support people who may be a disadvantage or in stress, especially during COVID. So we support a number of um, activities based around supplying essentials, clothing and food to people who uh, either disadvantaged by financial, mental health issues mm -hmm. or um, other issues and making sure that we support and lift them up just a little bit because we understand wow. a lot of mental health, especially during COVID, is caused by the stress and the loss of jobs and loss of income and then people who have mental health issues and then isolated even more than they usually are. So we want to keep in contact with them and support them. So yeah. we do those in the community as well. 
Oh, that's fantastic. And is there information on that on your website? It's all on the website, yeah. Beautiful. All right, I'll have a look for that too. And can people get involved if they want to volunteer or...? Oh, of course they can, yeah. yeah We're excellent. always looking for volunteers to help out. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. All right, well, I'll make sure, again, I'll make sure that information's there. And on that, I guess, if people would like to get in contact with you or find out more about this, uh, this is My Brave Australia, how can people do that? Yeah, so we've got a contact page on the website. So... Mm -hmm. If they go to www.thisismybraveaustralia.com and get in contact through the contact page, we can get back to them and see if they'd like to get involved. Yeah, wow, excellent. Well, Tim, I have loved hearing everything about This Is My Brave Australia and I can show you I'm going to have some fun getting on there and having a look around and I definitely want to check out that YouTube channel. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up today? Um, I just think that... that um, the, the part of the reason that that art therapy works and people getting involved in things is that if people have a purpose and meaning, because you can easily lose that when you're, you're going through your mental health journey, is that if you can use something to give you that purpose and meaning during that journey, it's a big help. And like we promote getting involved in arts because because that's the side of things that we're involved in. But there's many other things they can get involved in. So I just tell people, make sure you keep that meaning and purpose in your life as you're going because if you lose that then it's it's more of a struggle so yeah great advice i love that thank you and i'll be taking that to heart myself thank you so much tim for coming on brainwaves today i've absolutely loved having you it's been a joy to talk with you today no Colin, thank you for the invite once again and i love talking on on this um on this station and on this episode so um Please invite me again. I'm oh, absolutely. sure I'll have more to talk about. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Tim, for coming on the show today and talking to us here at Brainwaves. Um, I really hope that everyone has enjoyed today's show. And um, if you'd like to listen to more of uh, Brainwaves, you can listen to some of our shows on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, or on Spotify or wherever you happen to download your 3CR podcasts. Um, we'd also love to hear from you. So if you have a story to share or you'd like to give us some feedback or maybe suggestions for shows in the future, um, yeah, we'd really love to hear from you. So send us an email at brainwaves at wellways.org. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please stay safe. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday at 5 p.m for another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.